Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 983 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Tristan Piles. Joined today, the gang's all back together. JD's back from nuptials. Ben is back from the land down under. Shane is back straight out the tanning bed onto the show. The I've been tanned since 1998. You are lying. 1998. I, I don't know why my face looks like a tomato on this. I have no idea. Yeah. Don't know. But no tanning beds. I mean, and I will tell you this. If I had to give myself some advice going back to the mid-90s, don't go in the tanning beds. I'm 48. I'm all right. But this stuff in here, the wrinkles have hit me pretty hard. Tanning beds. <laughs> It will tanning beds? Really? He doesn't know, gonna, what you know what You know what a tanning bed is like a little bit? It's what? all good. It's all good. It's all good. Then 20 years later, it's like this. It kind of reminds me that Cole Matthews-Mendez what? match. Mendez is doing all right. Bam. I kind of got Cole Matthews. You know? It, it, well, it, I feel like, Shane, I thought that the UV light was good for you in smaller doses. Not, you know, maybe not baking yourself every time. but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a... I would, if I had to do it again, no tanning beds. Not no do it. Hunt down the right. tanning beds. Ohio State. Got me late. Not at the last got second. me late. I hope you're not too late. <laughs> Man, Cole Matthews, know. though. Cole Matthews just lost to someone who was not very good last week. And then Jesse Mendez was on freaking fire. Yeah. And we said, Rep. oh, my God, Josh Mendes. College wrestling, might, guys. He might win a title. And then Cue Cole the Matthews. Shit sparks. It's tough. It's does one of these win. things. It's hard. It's hard. All right, listen, Shane. In all fairness, Cole Matthews has been in an NCAA final. He he's was very good. good. Uh, he's not been in an NCAA final. Did I make that up? He was ranked number one. No, he was in, who's number one. Who's number one? That's what I'm thinking of. He was ranked number one. I at this knew point he was in something important, Christian Piles. I don't get yeah. it all the way right all the time. Yeah. Seconds away in the Bartlett match. Yeah, that wasn't. Well, he was second. Oh, away. he lost two heartbreakers at the tournament last year. Heartbreakers. Those were two heartbreakers. He's tough. Gritty. Indeed. Um, yeah, that was a crazy one. We talked about it on Monday where, yeah, it's, it's just one of those years. It seems like no one's safe and you're never going to get a full feel for the year, right, for any of these. Um, yes. And I was looking at the upcoming matches, man, and it, it, would, it would be – it's almost too perfect, but Eddie Ventresca versus Nico Provo is like – Watch, watch Eddie just get it together just in time to totally disrupt 125 once yeah, yeah. more. Once more. That would be insane. Okay. We got a lot to get to. 
Um, Let's go. I don't know if we'll get to anything on the on the personal hey, side. Are, bo are both of you guys going to Dallas tomorrow? Yeah. I am not. What? We're well, giving JD too much time off, Christian. You're too nice to him. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, you didn't make the wall. Yeah. I came Monday. You didn't. Bro, Bingo. that was like, you guys, listen, I am I am a contributor to Flow, but you guys have been slacking for like the last nine months. I finally take a few days off. I haven't taken time off in forever. I finally take a couple days off, and you guys are like, oh, you didn't make the walk. JD, you, you, I don't even know working. where you've been. You've been on the show like 20% of the time. Christian Piles, he's on vacation every other week. I don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> Not even true. Big liar. I'll be 20 feet above this in the office. Yeah. Watching and working. Grind set mindset. I actually don't know why you're not going. Just because? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we're sending, we're still sending a bunch of people. Yeah, it'll be a bunch of us there. It's going to be fun. You're not going, are you, Ben? I am going. Oh, yeah. The Mirasola bros. Oh, baby. Anyone else you're coaching? Uh, we have two females competing, Lauren and Matea, and then we have the Mirasola brothers. So, yeah. We've got busy weekends because we got the law duels in Wisconsin. we got the defense soap duels in Ohio. We got all kinds of things going on. Defend what you have built. That's right. Hey, what's what are the what are the law duels? Not cool if they're the outlaw duels. Uh, it's, it's a Wisconsin uh, lacrosse area wrestlers Wisconsin club. Uh, Sounds like a bunch of They've been around a long time. They've been around. They have been around a long. I remember yeah. Shane. I remember them when I was a little kid. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. The law duels. It, it's like a bunch of rules. Yeah. Guys. Now it's too crazy. I mean, honestly, for us to. Even come up with it's like you know, pay Parker Keck guys and doing his thing. Then you got Mitchell and you got Noah and you got Keegan and you got Clayton Whiting. It's like, dude, it's been a lot to keep up with this fall. Yeah, a lot, a lot happening. So yeah, Fort Worth's going to be awesome. Starts Friday and goes throughout the weekend. Uh, Austin Gomez got his year. Now it's a matter of where's he going to go. It's kind of obvious where he's probably going to go. Michigan. Uh, I think that they're working through all that. And I heard I Penn State. You heard wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm messing he, with you. Who's listed uh, as? Well, it, I mean, it's interesting because it's a fit now. You know, with Van Ness out for the year, but he was listed as do not contact, and um, it sounds like they haven't made contact with, with him. <laughs> so it's going to yeah. be. Uh, almost assuredly Michigan, which will be, you know, I mean, why why stop now? I mean, they have how many transfers? This will be their fifth, that, That's their fifth. That's their fifth All-American transfer. Isn't that something? That is wow. something. It is something. But, yeah, I mean, that, he feels a need for them, certainly. So, be exciting. And, and 125, you kind of lost a title contender when, when Van Ness goes out, but then you maybe add one with Gomez when he uh, – re-enters the the field so he makes it more exciting there's there's no doubt about it now he's trying to juggle olympic qualification well, yeah, and all that so stuff as well i had a question for you christian because you're my you're my knowledge base here bad start i thought that the last uh not the last the second to last qualifier for the olympics because he's wrestling for mexico was on the same weekend as big tens is this the case it is not it is Ooh. Right. It is the week before conferences, I believe. So we're close, but not on. Very close. Very close. But off conference weekend. So, but so yeah, he's going to have to be balancing a lot. Yes. For, for sure. 
which is why you know we saw Vito and Dayton not take the opportunity to even try to beat the guy at 57 for the Pan Am Olympic qualifier. Yes. Yeah. So who is that wrestle off? It's just Zane uh, it. and who else? Nobody. That's it. No one challenged. Nobody. The spot. No one challenged. Yep. No. Thomas goal. was the only other guy available to challenge outside of Dayton and Vito, and he's putting it in Zane's hands. Right. And then wow. sim- 65, it's Yanni versus Nick Lee in that wrestle off. I think Yanni was the only one that could challenge. Yes. Yeah. So he is challenging, going to try to be the guy for 65, which, you know. Is I'm, that a I'm, best of three? I believe so. I believe it. So, yeah. So, because I know the way it's working for the ladies, there's like a single elimination tournament and then there's like a two out of three to make the team. So I'm pretty sure it'll just be a two out of three. Will this be broadcast on Full Wrestling? Dot org, yes. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. February 3rd. Yep. In Colorado somewhere, TDB. But yeah, hmm. going to be going down. Okay. Shane, where are you this weekend? Anything going on in, in the large 10? Man, uh, this weekend, no, I'm uh, super excited. I am heading to, uh, gonna, gonna, my, my son lives in North Carolina, so I'm going to see him on the over the weekend. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, I didn't know, I'm going to go to Raleigh and uh, watch football with him. So oh. that's what I'm looking forward to. I'll, I'll be watching. Uh, I'll find something. Yeah, I'll probably put uh, Senior Nationals on the phone and football on one screen, mm-hmm. then on the other, and that'll be that. There you go. Couple interesting duels. We'll have South Dakota State versus Nebraska is going down. Stanford at Virginia Tech, but on the Division One side, pretty light weekend. Pretty Major light. focus on Senior Nationals. And do we want to just go through that all again? Is that what we want to talk about to get get yeah, it started? I think that's the, I think that's the jam. I got uh, I got nothing else to say. Okay, fifty-seven kilograms. We've got. Spencer Lee, Nick Soriano, Nico Megaludis, Brandon oh, Courtney, Liam man. Cronin, man, Cooper Flynn, Daniel DeShazer, Luke Lilladal. Pretty good crop here at 57. A reminder, this is an Olympic trials qualifier. In order to qualify, you have to finish top five here. We are praying and crossing fingers that there's not a lot of forfeits once people hit the qualification threshold. I don't think we'll see it. Just on the basis that we didn't see it last time, four, five years ago, not four years ago, yeah, in 2019. So hopefully we will not see it uh, again. Ben, why don't you give us your thoughts? Yeah, um, man, well, we just saw Megalutus and Spencer, and it was relatively competitive, we'll say. Uh, But I think the match we're all looking forward to is uh, Spencer Lee, Nick Suriano, yeah, I'd love to see these guys go at it. It is disappointing to me, and I mean, obviously, we kind of expected it that there are a bunch of other really high-level guys: Zane Richards, Thomas Gilman, uh, Vito, probably Dayton, who are going to be at this weight class at the trials, who are not at this weight class at the open. Um, and I would actually say probably, you know, ninety-seven and one twenty-five aren't super deep, but the middle three are pretty deep compared to one tw- uh, compared to fifty-seven kilograms. I think Spencer is the only wrestler already qualified for trials competing here. Yeah. Wow. On the men's side. Crazy. That is crazy. Guys, is the last match with Soriano and uh, Spencer, was that 2018 final? 
Is that the last time? Yeah, oh, that's crazy. How crazy is that? It's really right. Crazy. I mean, that was in Cleveland, right? Five years. Cleveland. Almost six. Almost six. Almost six. Wow. Damn. And we thought we... And I remember when that match happened, I was like, we had to wait forever for that match because they hadn't hit since mm-hmm. freshman Super Ice- 32. Yeah. Freshman, sophomore Super... is Spencer's freshman, Nick's sophomore year, Super 32, I believe. So, yeah, we had not seen it. And, you know, we may not see it here. I don't know. I, I, I'm hopeful... Just because, I mean, it's. I think it's good for wrestling when those two wrestle. They're mega stars, very popular yes. wrestlers. They're exciting to watch, and yeah, hopefully we see it. But you know, we almost did in the spring, and we didn't. How do we feel about guys? Nikki am California? I the only one that sees Nico Megalutis's name, and my heart starts to beat a little bit faster, and I get a little bit tired? Oh, yeah. I don't. Right? I don't want to comment yes. on that one, Shane. <laughs> I love. I mean, Nico Megalutis. I, mean, I will never. You ever. Can do whatever you want. <laughs> I will never, ever, ever count Nico Megalutis out of anything. Ever. Ever. Wow. Yeah. I love you, Shane. You're, you're, <laughs> you're the best. His, his heart. <laughs> Man. Listen, you know, if, if this was Caleb Piles, Christian would be like, heart starts beating, your palms start getting a little sweaty. Caleb, that means you're in love. <laughs> yeah. Are your yeah. knees weak? Are your arms heavy? Yeah, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Ultimate man crush for 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 Sparky on Nico Megalutis. Nico Megalutis. He is a beast. I mean, if if you're looking for a guy to disrupt that matchup, it's yes, him. I think it's, it's him. him. He looks really. They look great at the feral. He's he's tough, <clears throat> and you know I know 57 is not a picnic for him. It, you know, and, and he did well at 61. He he beat. I'm pretty sure he beat Seth Gross. And then uh, now he's back down for the Olympics. I'm, I'm excited to see how he competes. He's a very tough guy. Do, what are the expectations for Lillardall? Good. I mean, I'm sure he'll, he'll place relatively high as far as him beating Spencer or Suriano or Nico. I'm not, not so high on that, but he, he looked pretty solid at NYC, so no reason I think he won't do something similar. JD asked, what do you think about Nikki California? West Coast. Oh, Nick. I saw that from he was he was in the Cal Poly, Cal Poly. Wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. Wicked. But is he was actually there, or is he just like there for a picture? <laughs> I think he's no, he's there. there. Nick should go to Sydney. There's so many beaches. He will love it. <laughs> I think the wrestling's a little maybe. No, it's better so now. Ben was just there for two weeks. The wrestling in Australia is better. So now Ramped it's an adequate a little bit. Take a couple steps up. You know what Nick Suriano should do? Nick Suriano should run some kind of contest. Where you gotta, you know, pay to get in. I mean, I'd pay a hundred dollars, maybe two hundred, to get into a contest to get to hang out with Nick Soriano for two weeks. Is that I mean, right? I would he's the most interesting man alive. Shane, you're on fire Spin. this morning. Yeah. All right, Shane, but Nico Megalus or or Nick Soriano, which one do you want to hang out with more? Yeah. Uh, two weeks in Cancun. I would, I would say this from a from a hanging no pick. out you gotta pick. I, I'm gonna take Soriano just because right. he's so intriguing to me. Like he's okay. so intriguing. A fearless yeah. warrior. Yeah, he's a fearless yeah, warrior. Exactly. <laughs> See, when JD p- pumps something in, it's always good. Fearless warrior. <laughs> you gotta ask. You gotta ask uh, Evan Wick about him, Ben. Isn't that your boy? I will. Yeah, no, ask Evan. I, I well, I, I actually saw this picture yesterday on my way home from Sydney, and, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you he was at Cal Poly before yesterday. Yeah. Now he's been there. Yeah. I don't know. 
couple weeks, it seems like. He never stays anywhere too long. No. But. <laughs> yeah. So the, the name of the game for Nick Nick Soriano in real estate, rent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah who knows how long he'll be at Cal Poly but he's there now uh, and yeah I don't know as far as the training situation I'm not sure who he's training with other than Cal Poly wrestlers I don't know who they have at the lightweights for him but I'm, I'm is, the, is uh, Coach Acevedo there or in that area I know he's helping Evan out a lot I don't know if yeah. he's coaching for Cal Poly right now so maybe yeah maybe I have no idea, but that would make sense. Okay. 65. Going to be exciting. I mean, the t- depth of talent here is nuts. Man. Man. Joey McKenna, Alec Pantaleo, Andrew Alirez, Seth Gross. Wait, uh, what do we think on Alec Pantaleo actually making this weight class? Because, you know, I don't know if you saw that tweet. Maybe yeah, we'll like, five or six days of waiting. He's already complaining uh, about the weight. I'm like, oh, damn. Like. That's kind of a long... It's not the day before. The day before, I get it, but five or six days before, oof, that might be hard. He's a pro. He'll make it. Now, will he be 70-kilogram right Alec Pantaleo? That's another question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's just grumpy is all. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a pretty dramatic What a cut. shame. I mean, what a shame, though. I mean, the, the, the difference there is between these weight classes, it's just, it, it's just so uh, it's a crime. It's an absolute crime for these guys. I mean, it's. I won't even get started. It's just it just pisses me off that we got <laughs> that that you're you know twenty pounds between weights. Like really, that, yeah. that can't be solved for somehow, some way. It's not. It, it just sucks. I'll say it again. It it sucks for the guys. Absolutely, but as a fan, we get some pretty cool matchups because of it. Yeah, but you would still, JD. If you had ten weight classes, you would still have awesome matches. You of still course. would. No, I mean, I see. I see what you're saying, JD. But that's where you know, honestly, if we kept ten all the time, that's where it'd be awesome. Because maybe you'd be more likely to get like maybe we could actually do flow cards and have super matches. You know, say 75, 70, 65 and seventy at maybe one fifty or something to that effect. That's mm-hmm. where we would we would be right on the money. You know, the other thing, too, guys, and this is just a, I could be dead wrong on this, but if I'm a guy that's thinking about going to MMA and moving on, I mean, that would make it more like I'm not, I, I don't, I'd be more apt to walk away based on these weight classes if I didn't have a good fit than oh, yeah. hang around. That's just me. I agree with that. that. Yet at the same time, I feel like we've kept around. I mean, who's like a big time freestyle prospect that nickel nobody nickel, nickel is the only one and even yeah. he you know he stayed around for uh two years mm-hmm. to try to make a team yep but that's that's pretty much it kassar like, sort of he wasn't a freestyle guy but who who'd you say jd kassar that's what jd said yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was kassar's last tournament this tournament in 2023 that was his last one right 2019 so yeah. he hurt his shoulder Right? Oh, yeah, I said, yeah, 2019, yes. Yeah. Hurt his shoulder. Against, was he against Don Bradley? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Don Bradley, 17 U.S. Opens. That's who you need to have Gosh. a man crush on, Shane. Oh, man. Yeah. That, that, is, that is incredible. Like, that is that is incredible. The Energizer Bunny. Yeah, that's that's a that's a very good nickname for Don. Energizer Bunny. <laughs> never stops. And uh, he never stops putting people through tables, either. That's... Yeah, I'm Bradley. One of the great things. Okay. 
Who is is McKenna the the, the favorite here? I got Lyra's. Ooh, he's got Lyra's. I think a lot of people are gonna pick Lyra's, which is kind of crazy because we haven't seen him yeah. since Senior Nationals yeah. twenty. 21 or was it 2020? I forget. In freestyle. In, in freestyle. freestyle. Whoa. Yes, of course. He beat Haji Aliyev this summer. Yes, he did. Ooh. Thank you for reminding how could me. You, how could you be so sure of that, Christian? Well, I'm only sure because Kozak is my friend. And he said <laughs> it. You were on the show when he said it, I thought. Maybe not. I actually don't remember that match. Which tournament was it at? Poland, um, I believe. Yeah. Poland? Mm-hmm. Got it. I mean, he's pretty good. July 30th. Yeah. Um, I think McKenna is still likely the favorite. Um, wow. I am curious to see Alec Pantelio because if the 70 kilogram Alec Pantelio is at 65 and it's actually, he's highly functional, then I think it may be him. I don't know that I'm betting on the odds of him being as functional at 65 as he was at 70, um, especially when he has to, has to make it the next day, right? He's going to make it the day after. Um, I don't know that I, I see that happening. So I'll go with McKenna as my favorite. Um, Kaladzic looked all right at NYC. I know he beat up on I, um, Ironman. Uh, DeSanto. Ironman's interesting. He hasn't really wrestled in a while. Um, Ashnault back yes. down at 65 also is kind of interesting to me. And then I can't believe you haven't brought him up yet, Christian. Bo Bartlett in the mix. I mean, I'm not picking him to win this, but he's he's good. Why not? Why? I mean, I'm going to pick him just to rub it in your face. I'm picking it. Bo Bartlett. Pick him. Don't forget, he kind of beat Nick Lee. He kind of beat Nick Lee. Mm-hmm. He got his hand raised. No, he'll be in the mix. He's a top, probably a top four type of guy, but I think there's a lot of guys that could fit that bill. I just, I like Alirez's offense. I do too. Doesn't sound like it. No, I like Lyris. I, I, I mean, okay, I was, I was kind of joking on the Bartlett though. Mm-hmm. Although, if, uh, if no, he does back. win, I'm just gonna take that clip where I just picked him and just put it on here. <laughs> so that's, we are gonna do it that way. But I will, in legitimacy, pick uh, Joey McKenna because he's okay. been very, very consistent and very, very good. So he would be my pick. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'm in algebra class as a freshman in high school, just staring at the the problem on the test and having no idea. I'm having flashbacks to. That's what I feel like. I'm looking at this 65 kilos, just staring at it like an algebra question because I have no clue. I'm just staring at it and nothing's coming to my mind. I'm. I'm hey, that's relatable. I was uh, I was a very bad student uh, in terms of math and just generally also. I think I think there is kind of a pecking order. I do think it's Alirez McKenna, and then I think there's maybe another. And then Pantaleo is definitely like. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, if he's this big, I, just the track record for guys. Give me a wild we, card. The track record for wild guys card. that are too big coming down is so poor. Not good. It's just a poor, it's not, it's not about Pantaleo. It's a, just the track record is not good. Um, Gross is sort of like the opposite. He's going to be small, but he's Ooh. tricky. Um, I, I think there's a big kind of like second group, but. I, I genuinely think I'd be surprised if anyone other than Alirez McKenna Bartlett won this. And even if Bartlett did, I'd be kind of stunned. I think it's McKenna or Alirez. I think Bartlett's still tier two. Yeah, I do too. I, I think it's, it's just in my mind, no one has to agree with this, Alirez McKenna. I think they're the kind of the class and most established guys at this weight. I could be putting the cart before the horse with Alirez, but 
uh, that's just my read. That's uh, I, th I think that's a fair read. I'm still thinking McKenna, but yeah, I I mean I'm not surprised if Hilarious wins all because he's very very good, and I do like his offense as well. It's pretty much a coin flip. Um, Lee versus Soriano is kind of the probably the marquee match uh -huh. of this, but 65 is definitely the marquee bracket uh, in Fort Worth. I'm gonna lean. I'll go McKenna with no confidence. I do think it is probably McKenna or Lirez. Um, is it weird that I actually almost want to pick Lirez, but I feel better about McKenna getting to the final? Hmm. Maybe. I, I, mean, I understand that sentiment. I think offense just translates and goes, I don't know, we've seen McKenna as... First of all, Andrew Lewis has already beaten this man as before he had even wrestled a college match, I believe. It's true. Like he he's already beaten him in freestyle, senior level. So it's that was before he won a national title. It's before he was an All American at the NCAA level. He beat him already. So now think about how much better Andrew Lear has got since twenty twenty when he beat him. Like I don't I don't know. McKenna has maintained an extremely high level, but has McKenna jumped? Has has McKenna made a jump since twenty twenty? I feel like McKenna's been like on the same high level. Like he's in fights with Yanni, he's in fights with Nick Lee, he's in these hard matches, and he can go with everyone. But have we seen that next jump up? Because we have with Andrew, and he had already beaten him before he had that jump. Yeah, that's a good but then that's he did. He literally DMP'd at NCAs after that. I know. That's kind of my point. <laughs> you, might, you might have swayed me. I might be going to Lyris now. <laughs> Oh, you're too easy, JD. I oh, know. <laughs> Shane can't pick him because he's not in the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I got to go with Joey McKenna. <laughs> have to, yeah. Joey McKenna's only halfway in the Big Ten. Yeah, he's half Big Ten. He's, yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> he was more of a Pac-12 guy in, in spirit. And it's now EIWA, sort of. Yeah, EIWA. He's, he's a coast-to-coast -coast, uh, wrestler for sure. This is going to be a crazy way. I... There is so much talent that, uh, you know, some of these guys could, could go on a run. A Aiden Valencia is going to be fun to watch. He's really good. He, let's see, so he took, did he take fourth at the NYC? I think so. Yeah, something like that. He beat, he some, a, beat some good dudes. He beat some good dudes for sure, yeah. I'd like to see DeSanto and Ironman be fun to watch. Yeah, a little uh, practice room battle. The last Iowa Iowa match was uh, was it Lugo DeSanto was uh -oh. not fun to watch. Yeah. So Aiden Valencia actually lost to Kolodzik and Yaya at Bill mm. Farrell, which Yaya is going up to seventy four. I don't know if that's wait what? Yeah, I don't know if that's a permanent thing because he just wrestled at sixty five at Bill Farrell. That was two kilograms though. There. Oh. Was yeah, he? which. None of these should have allowances. I am. Yeah. Okay, so 74. Let's get to it. Tyler Berger, Quincy Monday, Joey Lavalle, Marinelli, Joe Seeley, Josh Shields, Yaya Thomas, Isaiah White, Alex Facundo. Monday was really impressive at Farrell. Really impressive. I think yes. he's probably the on paper favorite, though I think Tyler Berger, he might be the guy. Um, they didn't wrestle. He oh, Tech Burger. Oh my gosh, that's right. At Farrell. Yeah. What? So, 
That's crazy. Berger had a bad feral, though. He didn't quite look like himself, I thought. Yeah. And he's a 70. Yeah. You know? He was really good at 70. Like, he was... I mean, he made Final X. Why is Yaya bumping up? That does feel weird to me because he just wrestled down there. I mean, maybe he wrestled and he said, I can't make this weight class. I'm not certain, but... Yeah, it feels like that's weird since he Here's was just question. there. Here's a question. himself over the holidays. Can you make... Can you... Uh, if he's top five at 74, could he then go 65 for I trials? I believe so. I don't, I don't think you yeah. can. I thought you could. I think you can. Really? That seems like it wouldn't make any sense. Well, right. it does because 74 is a little thinner than 65 here. There is no non-Olympic. Like, you got to do it at an Olympic weight. Yeah, 74 feels like a weight that's got a ton of qualifiers. So you have Keegan, Mitchell, uh, Burroughs, Dake. Um, who else is already qualified? Uh, no, Car Car's not, is he? No, did Car. Well, he's a world champ in the previous quad. Does that matter or no? Could. But I think he, I think for age level, it has to be like that year. Qualified at 74, uh, Dake Burroughs, Messenbrink, Nolf. That's it. And then Green, no, Mitch, Keegan's Shapiro, qualified. He just won the world title, 2300. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Anyone taking anyone other than Quincy? It's kind of like not a... There's no one new that's entered the... I am excited to watch Joe Seeley, for the record, but... um, He had a decent... His match with Marinelli was kind of fun, but Marinelli was just kind of a little too powerful for him uh, at, at Bill Farrell. Yeah. I don't remember who else he lost to, but that was an interesting one. Anyone taking anything other than Quincy? Hmm... Okay, moving on. 86 Wait, I didn't, say, I didn't say no. I said, hmm. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you entertaining Alex Facundo doing anything good because he is better at freestyle than he is at folk style? I'm entertaining him knocking off a, a Marinelli or, you know, something like that. He could beat some of the guys on this list for sure. Absolutely, but... Not making a run. Really, I see. I, I think he could. I think he could make a run. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, in freestyle, you know, and people obviously his folk style results weren't great, but he had some good wins last year. Um, and if you would have said like him and Quincy Monday at sixty five last year, you'd say like that's a one takedown match. Hmm. That's probably what it was going to be. Uh, probably Quincy Monday is the favorite, and I would probably say Quincy Monday is the favorite again. Uh, but I don't think it's an impossibility. Interesting. Um, yeah. What have I, we think seen he'll, from I think he'll take, style? like, fourth. Somewhere there would be my guess. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy to me when we talk so much about, oh, this guy's better at freestyle, when I feel like Facundo's not a guy who struggled on the mat, and he didn't play the um, – he had tight matches, but he wasn't a – I play the, like, tiebreakers – game like a guy like maybe Cole Matthews who we see a lot of times get a ride out or something like that to win it's like what does he do so differently in freestyle versus folk well, style he, he's not very good on top in folk style like he doesn't turn people barely at all um, he's good not great on bottom and then all the matches are close so I think that means you're going to lose some because it's not like he's a guy who's going to go get six or seven takedowns. He's more defensive. Um, so I, I don't know. Yeah, he just, his style seems to lend itself more to um, 
Freestyle, I mean, he made what two twenty under world teams, one or two. He won bronze twice, I think. He I won think bronze he won twice, yeah. Cadet so, and a junior um, or two cadets. He definitely made juniors one time for sure. Christian's got a he's got a look on his face. I'm not sure what it's for. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to think back of like his freestyle wins. Who he's what is giving you this confidence he could be a top four guy here? Well, I mean, part of it. Christian is that the weight class just is not very good. I mean, yeah. who who of these other guys? It's not like if I was talking, if I had the depth that we had at sixty five, maybe I'm not saying that. Berger has been uh, in the finals at seventy, but not this weight class. Monday just had a really great tournament uh, yeah. at Bill Farrell, but has not been great previous to that. Lavallee's maybe had some good wins. Marinelli's not really been great in freestyle. Sealy's younger. Shields has been. Good, not great. Isaiah White, same. And, you know, so it's like the weight yeah. class. It's not like I'm looking at, oh, McKenna, he's been amazing. So has Pantelio. So has Alirez. You know, like, it's just a different weight class. And you feel great about his training situation, too, obviously. Yeah. And, and that he's had a full-on freestyle focus this year, that's relevant as well. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. with, with the – it is more about the field, so I get I, – I understand what you mean. And, yeah, top four, you can't rule that out for Alex – yeah. Okay, 86, please. Ringer, Mark Hall, McFadden, Evan Wick, Lujan, Max Dean, Connor Mirasola, Bernie Truax, and Morgan McIntosh. All right. Who you picking? Connor Mirasola? Ringer. Ringer. Connor battled Alex hard at the at uh, Bill Farrell. Did you watch that match, Shane Sparks? You like some good tough Wisconsin wrestling? Yeah, I I, I did not, but I need to go watch Ooh, it. Yeah. that's two <laughs> two Wisconsin studs. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, Connor Connor battled him hard. He lost. I think it was eight eight three, maybe some somewhere Nine, in there. Three. I mean, is 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 here's a question, guys? Is Gehringer, and this is a. I'm not proclaiming this. I'm asking the question. I'm assuming he's definitely in the debate, but is he the best guy to never make a world team for the United yeah, States? Yeah, you can't. Don't start talking crazy. There's no way. That, there's no way. That's insane. What do you mean? I mean, well, first of all, we'd have to go back and look at all the people who make a world team, but I mean, I couldn't even tell you in the 90s who didn't make world or the 80s you know who didn't make a world team but had great world level results um but Michael. like Nolf, for example hasn't made a world team yet and you know he's yeah, right but during i mean during 30 years old no has gotta be close to i mean it's a more age no no i mean Nolf was a freshman ringer senior year oh wow okay i mean ringer was 133 and four Three-time national champ at Oklahoma State, like Hodge Trophy winner. I mean, yeah. man, I, I don't what think about it's Pat crazy. Smith? Did Pat, Pat Smith ever made a world team, right? Or, or maybe Ben Askren? I made an Olympic team, but I, Olympic I think team. he was considering yeah. that. But I, I mean, honestly, when Shane, when you say this, I don't even really consider the college thing. I think this international is different, and I say like that would be like saying like their college career, and you start citing their high school stats. I'm thinking he's an international career. I'm thinking, oh, this guy beat three three world champions but never made a team or, you know, okay. stuff like that. That's what okay. I, I mean. I don't know. Isn't that where you guys would think if they're yeah. beating world champs and world Yeah, I was thinking more about college to freestyle, which, which, like you said, is maybe not the way to look at it. 
Yeah. It, it's a it's a way. I mean, I think it's yeah, anyway. a way. I think it's a, data I, but I, I think see, yeah, Ben good, wasn't looking at it from where I was. I think it's a relevant data point. I mean, you think are right, they think about this. You go back to 2019. This he's guy also had big wins at the on the world stage too. I mean, I think he was bronze at the Oregon once. I mean, he's he's been really good. Yeah. In 2019, he had the U.S. Open match with Dake, where, I mean, you, you could you could score that differently. I'll just put it yes. that way. And then he'd be sitting out, wouldn't have had to go through the trials. And then they had that delay, delay wrestle off thing, and they did it in Round Rock, Texas, and. Man, that was that was really that really felt like Ringer's window um, to make the team. He was he was right there with Dake, and since then, you know, he's had you gotta remember he had ACL surgery. That's yep. jammed him up a little bit, but he was right there to beat Dake um, that year when Dake was, yeah. and that was not something where okay, Dake is not made a world champion. Dake was a world champion at that time, and yes. he was right there with him. So yeah, I think I think it's a good take. I think if you break, the more we break it down, I might. I no, might be, stop! You stop. Getting more. <laughs> he's like, I'm bringing up evidence that Shane didn't even know about now. I yeah, mean, I, I, I would be interested stronger. to see. I mean, if someone, if Mr. Kozak would probably be the guy to do this, yeah. like, you know, make a list of guys who have never made a world team, and you know, their their international level credentials along with their college credentials. I think you'd be surprised how many really really good names were on the list. I, there's going to be great names, Ben, but I'm I'm telling you, I think it's going to be Deringer. Like yeah. I, I think it's going to be Deringer. I'll bet. I'll bet you. How much you want to bet? <laughs> I got Around the field. The you got Deringer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't gamble, right, bet, Shane? That's so you the can thing. Never win. Yeah, not. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I, if I, you lose a bet where you really got embarrassed, like you had to run across the main street in Oshkosh in your underwear or something, and then you're like, I'm not gambling no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're close there, Ben. You're what, on the right, what's up? You're on the right track there. I think he's made it. It was close. His face got a little red, huh? Yeah, even redder. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been anything that bad, but I'm sure I've made some dumb ones in the past at some point. The worst, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I, I uh, bet Andy Hamilton, a, last bet I, that I really remember in wrestling, I bet Andy Hamilton a six-pack of Spotted Cow. Uh, might have been, it was either it was either two or three years ago already. I said Michigan State was going to have two All Americans at the national tournament. Oh, yeah. bro! I believed it. I believed it at the time. I mean, I, I don't. It's hey. Two or three years ago, but they had a they had a, they had a few guys where I'm like, okay, this is going to punch through. Hey, I got a funny one for you guys, Christian. I know Christian doesn't like my distractions, but in Australia on the beach. Okay, first of all, all the girls wear thongs. It's pretty wild, but a lot of the <laughs> dudes do wear little small things also. And do you know what they call them? You're going to love this. No. They call them budgie smugglers. And you know what the, you know what the, the budgie is? The budgie? I got to guess. A budgie is a, it's a small bird. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so they call the, the, the man's underwear budgie smugglers. My buddy lived in Australia, and he always said it. I thought he was totally joking. And then, no, that's what they call it. They call them budgie smugglers. So that's the little small bird in your underwear. Little knowledge. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a, it's a Shane's gonna wear a budgie smuggler to the to the beach. Like how we call speedo speedo. Yeah. Because of the speedo swimwear brand. Budgie, budgie smuggler. smuggler. You looked up budgie smuggler. I did. Yeah. Now he's got that in his uh, on his work computer. Now JD. JD's gonna be wearing a budgie smuggler on his honeymoon. It's just the swimwear brand. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. 
Yeah, he's going to budgie. Cancun for his uh, honeymoon. It could be. Uh, hey, you got when? When are you going on that? Uh, New Year's time. Oh yeah, you got time to get to order one or two. Yeah, yeah. getting budgie smugglers. Acting like I don't on, already JD, have budgie smugglers. He could already have some smugglers. Where are you going, JD, on the honeymoon? Cancun. Oh, nice. Oh what, yeah, that's perfect. Next perfect week? for the budgie smuggler. Yep. Mm-hmm. Send us pictures on that one, JD. I mean, we got to see that. Oh, not, not of your budgie smuggler. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shane sounds like he's Shane, down. Shane's. It's oh, hard for you to be going pitter patter. Are you um? Is, it's is your, funny. Is your background set up in a closet right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just that stuff is so funny. I just I laugh at it. Uh, don't send <laughs> oh, me pictures of your budgie smuggler, JD. Like if I if I was JD, like I'll tell you what I would do if I was JD. I'd oh, be in the budgie smuggler. Take a picture on the beach and that'd be next year's Christmas card to all my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> then they could put it right in their house. I mean, that'd be funny. Give them some ideas. I'll tell you, tell you what my brother does. Here's what you do, J.D. My brother actually <laughs> does this periodically. Goes into, like, a, a house of, like, one of his... It, him and his wife have done this with, like, the, her side of the family. They'll take some <laughs> random picture themselves and, like, put it, put it in the other house. Like I don't know, I don't know if they go as far as to put it in the picture frame, but what you need to do, JD, get the budgie smuggler picture, mm-hmm. and then go to a couple of people's house, go to a couple of friends' houses, and put it like, put it with their pictures. That be that be funny. If you uh, if you scowl the internet hard enough, you could probably find a picture of me and several other UNK wrestlers and our budgie smugglers. Wow, on a beach in Greece. <laughs> From a handful uh, of years ago. It's like, guys, here's another here's another good prank. I won't get in. This one's a little nasty, so you'll oh, have to figure it out. But another prank my brother and I will play on each other is, um, and we haven't done this in a while. I mean, embarrassingly, probably still in our late 30s when we did it. And I just got one brother. He's my best friend. We're always busting chops. It's funny. But you, you might, you know, go to the bathroom in your brother's house before you leave a party. Uh-oh. And then you call oh, him back. Are you for Deckers now? Right? And then you and then you call him back a little while later and be like, you know what? I think I left my watch in your bathroom. Can you go check it? And it's always a it's it's funny. You got a crime scene? Laps. You got a crime scene in there? Not a watch. <laughs> Dang. I'm not uh, sure. My brother and I have had some good ones. I'm not sure if it still exists, but there used to be a video on www.fluorescent.org of a one Mark Bader and several others running around in their budgie smugglers in the office. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember I that. Mark Bader, he's I a budgie smuggler. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Shane, someone on the YouTube chat just, uh, he said the best Russian to never make a world team. I just texted it to all of you. Can you see? I don't know this guy. Do you know this guy? Can you say what his name is? All right, let me see. The best <laughs> Russian? Yes, uh, I just texted it to all, all three of us. Pick up and drop off. He's an Uber driver now. Oh. Get it? <laughs> That's a good one. Damn it. I wanted to get Shane, not you, Christian. Oh. <laughs> you should have. You should have. Oh, I'm sorry. Christian, why you ruin all of our fun? Well, I thought you wanted me. I didn't know. You sent it to me. Pick up and drop off. <laughs> we, can, we can do one of those next week. I we'll stole that on. one from the, the YouTube chat. Thank you guys in the chat. Good job. Okay. That's all right, you budgie smugglers. <laughs> Are we gonna do ninety-seven and one twenty-five, or should we just move on? Oh, we—I don't think we picked who we thought was gonna. Oh, you guys picked Derek. I said Ringer. Ringer. Yeah, he's probably the. Him or Mark, the best. In my I'm gonna go. 
Uh, Connor Mirasol, uh, Evan Wick over Connor Mirasol in the finals again. Okay. Not giving anything to uh, Max Dean? Giving Max Dean a shot? Max Dean, I think Truex is interesting also. This book has actually, this is probably, is it the deepest? This or 65 for sure. 65 still, I would think. This Game is Dean, really I'd, be, also. I'd be, I'd be uh, considering Gabriel if he was in the mix, but Max, I haven't seen it in freestyle, like, I mean, he could yeah. prove me wrong here, but I haven't seen it yet from him. So bone arrow somebody up? He, I'm not saying he's not going to bone arrow someone this weekend. I'm <laughs> saying I don't think he's going to do it to Ringer or Mark Hall. There's a difference. Taylor Lujan is actually kind of interesting. He, he's the trickiest. Like, Well, he wrestled that uh, Pharaoh, and he lost to – oh, who the heck did he – it was a tough match, but it was like he wasn't really that close to winning is kind of how I looked at it. He he got he got pinned by Mark. Um, but oh the, yeah, he went upper body with Mark and got. Why would you do that? That's what it was. It was well, like, that's dude, like, experience. Have you you surely you've seen Mark Hall wrestle by now, Taylor? Why did you do that? He tries everything. He also lost to Hydley. Um, I don't remember that one. Hidley if you're picking somebody boy. that could like snipe ringer early with something tricky, I feel like it's Taylor Lujan. Maybe. Maybe. Step over on a gut wrench or something like that. Am I tripping to sound like all I did? Yes. Who did oh, McFadden beat Chenzo. I was trying to think. McFadden had like a huge win. I or did he beat Chance? Uh, I don't know that. The U.S. Open? Maybe. He had a really good U.S. Open a couple of years ago. Yeah. I just don't think he has the size to compete no. at 86. No. Yeah. At, at the top level. That's relevant. He's still going to be really good. He's going to pick up a couple of wins, but... He just—he's a seventy-nine. Yeah, I've got the ladies' man winning ninety-seven kilograms. I want to see Warner and Cassiope. I mean, you like the Iowa versus Iowa matchup? I do. Yeah, I, I like. I just, man. I mean, if you would have told me, you know, a couple of years ago that Warner and Cassiope would ever cross paths at some place, I'd have been like, what? Yeah. I Is mean, Cassiope's gone. I mean. You know, he, he was small, you know, smaller for a heavyweight, then he put a bunch of weight on, now he's taking it off. I'm just curious to see how he Don't is. Don't you think that uh you know there's the the wrestling room thing where if Cassiope's been bigger than he's probably got the better of Warner all these years and now maybe he's in his head. Because Cassiope effect. at ninety seven is interesting to me. because um, he'll be a very big ninety seven. You know, he'll probably be what, two twenty five ish, somewhere there. Um and Warner, you know, one of the things he tries to do to people is push them around and bully them. And you got to think that's not going to happen against Cassiope. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I see that being a very interesting match. I think he's an interesting prospect here. I would not be surprised at all if Cassiope was the winner of this weight class. Yeah, nor I. I want to see. I want to know how much Cassiope peaked at his biggest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was pretty big for a while there. Fifty-five or sixty, I would yeah. guess. And it's not all the way down to 97 kg. Yeah. Shapeshifter. All right. Uh, is that it for 97? It's a thinner uh, weight. You and Alex Jones are going to be hanging out soon. He's back on Twitter. What's that mean? <clears throat> Talking about shapeshifters. Oh, is, he, is that a thing? That's a thing. I thought it was like something from like Marvel Comics or something. No. But he thinks it's real. Okay. <laughs> uh... I'll go. Be, I'll go. Slim. Slim cast. Slim tone. Slim tone. Yeah, I think that's gonna be my pick as well. Okay. Wow. A lot of love for slim tone. I mean, it could be. 
But uh, for you to for you to not pick Cole Mirasola, you must feel very strongly about this. Well, I mean, that was my pick to make the finals, and Cole's gonna whoop him in the finals. Oh right, <laughs> right. Cole actually wrestled. You know, he wrestled tough. He wrestled Ben Hones Green Ellis, and I got mad at Ben Hones Green Ellis because he was whining about about Kyle hard collar ties. I said, bro. <laughs> this is a high school kid. You're embarrassing yourself. If he, if Cole Mirasol, I'll tell Cole Mirasol this. He tries me hard. I'm gonna whap him twice <laughs> as hard in the head. He's a high school kid, <laughs> and you're out here whining. Don't take it, bro. It's a high school kid. Just beat his ass. <laughs> Sorry, I swore. <laughs> Man, it cracks me up, dude. That match was crazy. He kind of could have got. Ben Honus. He would have scored that one the, the yeah. when he sat the corner and got scored. Ben Honus is pretty tricky there, but he yeah, there was a there was an instance where he could have kept scooting and kind of gave up on the crotch a little too early. Yeah. Um but it was oh eight four or something. He got he got real tired. Um Yeah, he, you know Cormel saw I didn't I didn't get to brag on my guys. Um he beat uh it was a crazy match at the Dan Gable Donnybrook. That's uh Shane's favorite tournament. He got the OW, right? Yeah, well, no, they gave it to his brother, but they should have gave it to him because he beat um, who's the number two heavyweight? Dylan from, Brooks. Uh, who is it? Is his name Dylan Brooks? Dylan Johnson. Dylan Johnson. Johnson. That's who he beat. Okay. He beat Dylan Johnson in the final. It was a crazy match, and there kept being blood time, and he ended up getting taken down with like five seconds left. Gotcha. For real though, bro, you're a grown up. If you're a grown up, you can't whine about high school. Listen, you gotta you just take it. You gotta take it. You can't or give be whining. It back. If Aiden or Cole or Connor, they try, I'm gonna fight them. I will fight them before I start whining. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm fighting Aiden today at 4 p.m. He tries hit me like that. I'm gonna hit him back. I'm gonna ask him to do it specifically for me. I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> Last 30 seconds. I want you. Boom. Stay no, going. Listen, I'm and the then run. I run the practice, so it happens. Less. We're just gonna keep going. Nah. Ben, can I put you on the spot on something? Yeah, what's up? From a pure feel standpoint, Uh-oh. Mirasola's St. Clair, of, of, of those of your highest ranked guys, who's got the best like natural feel? Natural feel. Who makes you feel like a natural woman? <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Well, they all have their things. They, I mean, so like Aiden does some things incredibly well. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, like as a wrestler, because there's like some of the hand fighting things Connor and Cole do really, really well that maybe Aiden doesn't because they they leg attack better than he does. Uh, but you know, in some of the underhook or the scramble positions, I think Aiden's a little trickier in there. Um, you know, Mitchell was better from space and motion. Um, where, but you know, and Mitchell got a lot better in some of the scramble positions as time went on, um, but it wasn't great there in the beginning. So yeah, I don't know. I don't have a clear answer to that one. I ducked it hard. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a good answer. It's a good answer. <laughs> one twenty-five. Greg Kurtfleet, Dom Bradley, Christian Lance, Gas Tank, Gary Traub, Sam Skyler. Gas Tank, Gary. Trent Hilger, Demetrius Thomas. I got Kirkfleet over the Energizer Bunny. I think that's the pick. Right there with you. That's a solid pick. Um, I think there's a chance Don Bradley holds his ground and hits some go-behinds on Kirkfleet, but uh, I'm Very not possible. surprised he could but win it all. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's the finals for sure. Last senior nationals, I picked Anthony Cassar to beat Don Bradley. Don Bradley won and then yelled at me. 
So maybe we, maybe we have a repeat <laughs> of that again. You know, I love Don Bradley. I love Gr Don Bradley. He's awesome. Great, he's a great American. That guy loves wrestling. How, how old is Dom? Gotta be two or three years younger than me. So uh, thirty-five. No, May's May's four years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, Ben? How old are you? I'm thirty-nine. So he's like thirty-five years old. I think he's thirty-five. Thirty-four. Born in nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, exactly. that is impressive. I'm not impressed. 30. <laughs> That's not old. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's very, he's impressive. Indeed. All right. Let's. Where Where to next? JD, do you want to run us through some of these pickums? You got a lot in here. Oh, good. I've been because you guys been ducking me. You guys, you know, I got I got to pull it out again. I Who's got the lead? Seth Mendoza. Let's go. <laughs> he even Seth. Seth had some close matches. Iron Man almost pulled pulled one or two out. He's a scrapper uh, boy. He looked good. Quitted himself pretty well. I was worried because generally he had competed. He was at one twenty six, right? Mm -hmm. And he had generally been like way smaller than that. So I was worried about him going up some weight classes, but he did really well. He's a beast. Yes, I think he could. Could he hit? He says he could hit Lilladol this weekend. I guess at Beast. Wait, Lilladol's at the Open. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. He oh, is he going to the Open? I don't know. We were DMing. He's like, I can see Lilladol next week, but that doesn't make sense. Unless he's at the Open, but you would already see his name on the registration list. You would. Not registered yet. Registered. I don't know what he meant. Doesn't matter. Um, oh, wait. Who, who did he say he was? I'll look it up. Well, you're doing that. The two kind of big duels I'm keen in on this weekend for college. South Dakota State versus Nebraska. That's Friday night, and then on Jax. Sunday, Stanford versus Virginia Tech. So those are kind of the two big duels um, that we're going to run through and highlight some of the top matches. It's Jax Forrest Hill Russell. Uh, I guess. Uh, the, I guess. The and didn't they? They? they uh, no, I, I man, I don't remember all the Iron Man matches. Didn't they have a crazy match? No, he had a crazy one with Luke. It was Luke. It, That's what it was. It was JJ McComas and Jax that had the. That was wild. That went to that, overtime, correct? That was a totally insane match, yes. Yes, that was a wild one. Bananas. That 126 bracket was a lot of, I mean, we, I, I, I want to say I was on prior and we talked about how good the 126 bracket was, but it, um, you know, sometimes things don't live up to their billing and that one totally did. It did indeed. Great tournament. Okay, JD, you take it from here. Lead us, sir. Let's start with South Dakota State versus Nebraska, because that's the first one. Friday, 6 p.m. Central, starting off with a pretty good one, 125. Caleb Smith versus Tanner Jordan. I made Smith a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Hmm. What do you think mm. about that, Ben? Are you guys doing the oh, confidence? Man, I'm, looking the, I'm looking at the 126 bracket. This bracket was so much fun. Oh, my gosh, Ben. <laughs> uh, Mendoza, he had some good wins, bro. He took third place. He beat uh, J.J. McComas, beat Jordan Rainey, or one of the Rainies. Okay, I'm sorry. I will pick, um, ooh, Tanner Jordan and Caleb Smith. I'm going to go Caleb Smith. I am, okay. too. Uh, Tanner, he was major by. Who did by he beat this year that was good? McKee. Yes. And, and Troy Spratley. Yep. He's really good on the mat. He beat McCrone. Pick. Middle school McCrone. Yeah, he took it to him pretty good. Would it change your pick if I also told you he beat Kip Smith last year? 
that's, that's concerning. Lost Matt Ramos, majored by Kaler. Smith He's coming all over the place. Smith huh? looked tough at CKLB though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll stick with my pick. I'll go Caleb Smith. I am too. I I am as well. I wouldn't be I would be surprised if Jordan wins this, not if he covers the three and a half point line, but Smith's across the board. Okay. Next one, a pick 'em. Antrell Taylor versus Tanner Cook. I've Ooh, got it. I know An- what I'm picking here. Antrell. Yeah. Tanner Cook has uh who did he lose to? And I was like, Tanner Cook, you used to be one of my favorites. How did you lose to that guy? Oh, not the, the Minnesota match, probably. What? Blaine Brenner, is that his name? Blaine Brenner, Blaine Brenner's Wisconsin. Wisconsin guy. guy. He's tough. I I didn't see I did not see Blaine Brenner beating Tanner Cook, and he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was and not, then he also got pinned match. by Derek Fields. So, I've got Antrell. I got Antrell. He he's looked good so far this year. He did have I didn't think maybe he not as, as great of a CKLV no. as we were expecting, but he did, he did really good at the Navy Classic. Maybe was that the one he won over some pretty good people? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know about that. Uh, I think he did. I think he beat the Air Force kid and the Ohio kid that were both ranked pretty high. Yeah, Gino Petrulli and uh, Gary Thompson. Giano. Is that right? Oh, but then he got killed by Stoney Buell at the Cliff Keen. Not good. Yeah. Made it a pick him for a reason. I think this is... Intro Taylor, because he made junior finals at, at the Open... He's definitely a bigger name. Maybe that's why I'm going with him as well. But Tanner Cook can win I, this I was right. He beat Garrett Thompson also from Ohio. And Garrett Thompson has had he's tough. pretty He's having a good year. He's, he just he's lost had a the good match, year. though, this past weekend. That surprised me. I can't remember to hit him, but... Navy? He lost to... Um, yeah, Sir Niglia. Mm-hmm. That one surprised me. 7-5. That one did. Yeah. But he had a major over Matt Olgian. He pinned Hunter Garvin. Um, he's had some really good results. Yeah. All right. Anshul Taylor, final Anshul. answer. All right. Lenny Pinto, Bennett Berge. He says seven and a half point favorite Ooh, for. Really? For, that feels for, too big. I'm look, locking in Pinto. I, I think there's a case. Um, what? Bennett Berge's tough as crap. Dude, what look, the heck? Look at Bennett Berge's ear. I'm I'm gonna I'm about to go look at it because that this has got me feeling like why is Lenny Pinto that big of a favorite? So he lost to Parker, he lost to Plot, came back and beat Plot. That match was wild, actually. Um, I think I would have gave Pinto a few more points in the third period. I can't remember if it was back points or what the sequencing was, but I remember thinking Pinto probably should have had a couple more. Yeah. So just so you know, Bergie lost to Brock Delsignor eleven three. Last week. I'm about to go look at this right here. Which is why I'm also not Ooh, confident in this brutal. match happening. Brock Del Signori. The plan is for him to wrestle. Confirmed. Ben and Bergie. plan is to wrestle him. Okay. So. It's just tough when you go to the Patriot Open instead of CKLV. The same weekend as CKLV. Well, there's probably for sure reasons for that. Well, yeah, what I'm, is the Patriot I'm, Open? What is this? George what? Mason. New England Patriots? Yes, it's the Bill Belichick Invitational. Hosted by producer Tyler. Yes. I'm going to say regression to the mean. Ben and is not getting beat by eight points or more. (sighs) This is a junior world silver medalist. He's going to come back. 
Okay. Yeah. Man, I'm kind of there too because here's here's the thing. There's there's double regression I think on the table. There's regression for for Bennett to do better, and there's also a little bit of Pinto was kind of a Space Mountain guy last year, and he's doing he is doing well. Space I Mountain. I do think he's probably just going to be good this year. I think he's going to lose some. I mean, he's lost to Parker and Plot, who are Dude, all, both Plot, all Americans. Though. And he beat Plot. I don't think he's going to have the downs, right? And listen, I'm not picking him to lose the match. I'm just saying Lenny wins by seven or fewer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, seven or fewer. Give me Pinto. Pinto? Yeah, Pinto. Wait, no, Pinto's seven and a half or more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I gave the whole... Yeah, you want Bergy, Christian. I want Bergy. Thanks. Thank you, all my friends. (laughs) I right, should have let you make the in. wrong pick there. Just yeah, I knew what you were saying. I probably yeah. shouldn't have helped you. Uh, well, JD you know, helped given me. the fact that you've been second place to me twice, I want to you know give you a little assistance. You know what? I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take my medicine. All right, here's the one for me. This is the craziest one because what the heck Uh-oh. do you do? Eddie Ventresca versus number one, Nico Provo. What's he says line? Provo three and a half point favorite. Ventresco, give me Ventresco. Wow. He's been getting wrecked. He's not been losing close. Oh, uh, let me look at him. Has it been that but bad? Provo hasn't been really blowing dudes out. Majored by Noah Luna, majored by Dominic Mendez. Ooh, 8-5 really? to Max Oh, Eddie Ventresco. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> He's been majored four times. the year? Do you know what his record is? Two and seven. What is he doing? You guys had him rank five at the beginning of the year. <laughs> he was a returning All-American. Oh, two and seven. Oh, I was going to pick him. I, I can't bad. pick him now. I can't do it. I got to oh, go. Man. I got to. I shouldn't have given Ben all that <laughs> intel. I shouldn't have helped him. Damn. He probably is going to turn around though, just to just to jack with us a little bit. But um, I'm going to ride with him. You going Ventresca? Yeah, maybe they don't even use him. I don't know. Um, I don't know if they have another oh, one though. Oh, that's brutal. I can't go in. I'm going to go Provo. But oh my god, he's been majored four times. This is a stupid. Oh, yeah. This is just a brutal. stupid pick by me. For the I'm record, I'm going Provo too. I'm just going to be a total idiot here, and just and you know, I was talking with him. They're like, he looks fine in the room, like. They don't really know. I don't know. Sometimes it just, I mean, but that's the thing is, okay, two things happened. Number one, he was an All-American, and everyone's like, oh, crap, I got to watch. This, this, this is a huge thing in college wrestling. Um, when the guy's not very good, none of the college coaches really pay attention to him, and if they have a couple things they do well, they'll be able to use those. And the second they All-American, all of a sudden every college coach is saying, oh, this guy's ranked five. I got to watch him for my guy. And so they generally pick up on a few of the things. And then number two, sometimes when you start losing, that just gets in your head. And you think, like, I suck. I can't win. Someone's got to talk them out of it along the way and say, like, hey, man, you actually got good skills. Uh, But I don't know if this is the match. Well, give them a call. It ain't my job. (laughs) All right. It is your job. Not my job. Be a helpful person. Don't you like helping people? Tech calls me up. Man, and Provo's year is really impressive. And really good. He, I just looked so good. He's only seven and zero, oh, 
but he's beaten Matt Ramos, Jory Volk, Kyson Tarakina, and Brett Unger. Like, That's a good year. Yeah. To be 7-0, those are four nice ones to have. And he beat Zach Oretta of Nebraska Kearney. And I don't even know if I said that right. It's probably the best one there he has. So, there were so many carnies at this uh, at this wedding, Ben. It was it was a really <laughs> carnies, carnies, carnies. Yeah, yeah all his <laughs> all his carny friends were there, and I, I don't think I said it. I don't know if I said it on the show, but you weren't on the show. But about I don't know an hour, hour and a half into the reception, all of a sudden, all JD and all his friends have their shirts off in the middle of this party. <laughs> It's like, wait, what and, happened? And then they end up with their bungee smugglers by then. <laughs> and then bungee right. smugglers an hour later. Bungee smugglers. And they were riding bulls, mechanical bulls downstairs. There was a, uh, yeah, a dancing bar downstairs. It was it was quite a scene. You would have loved it. <laughs> Long Island, Ollie made a made an appearance. Oh, and yeah. every, everything nice. that that entails. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. Oh, but yeah, bungee smugglers. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that, how that came up, but yeah. Oh, yeah, Carnies, that's why. Next up, Sam Latona versus Tyler Knox. Latona, three and a half points. <clears throat> and all the lines Is it too I, many points? I don't think so. I think, that's a, I think that's a good number. It's making me, it's giving me a lot of pause. Knox had a nice Vegas. Um, let me do a little intel here. What do you think, Ben? Uh, it makes me feel like too many points, and I should I should pick Knox is what it makes me feel. Like I said, I didn't know this guy at all. I looked him up. He's a man of mystery, um, but he he's a scrappy dude, and oh, I don't know. Now I'm looking at his wrestle stat. He got whooped by Dom Zacone. Yeah, yeah, of Campbell. But he beat up Buzakis. He had a close match. Frost is really tough. He had a very close match with him. Um, He's not going to ride mm-hmm. Latona, I don't think. Yeah, I'll go uh, Latona. Me too. Yep, Latona's. It's, I love this. The three-point takedown makes it harder to set lines. With two-point takedown, you yes. can kind of predict a little bit more. You can be like, okay, he gets a takedown in the first, escape. You can play out a match a little bit better in your head. Whereas with the three-point takedown, it makes it a lot harder. <laughs> Or maybe it's just it's gonna take more time to get used to. Maybe that's it too. Yeah. Okay. One forty nine. Caleb Henson versus Jade Navis. Henson is so freaking good right now. Um, is he eleven points better? That's I the, think the answer to that is no. I kind of do too. I, I kind of want to go Henson though. But sometimes Abbas just will fall off the map. And I like, don't know, but he never. I feel like he never gets beat that bad. Like, let me look. Uh. He had, a, he had a crazy match with Swiderski. That, that was, was one of the awesome best match. matches I've seen this year. Oh, hence it, I see why you smart guy, J.D. You see, I see, why you you see it. You see it. I majored, see why you did this. Majored by Parco. No, he got beat by 10 by uh, Henson last year. Uh-huh. Which was his worst loss of the year. And he does get pinned once in a while. Yeah. He got pinned, man, Dylan three times Martinez? a couple of years ago. All right, you swing. I'm going Henson. This hey, what is what is CMFF? Um, I'm assuming it has something to do with the medical forfeit that actually counts on their record. Yes. Uh, do you guys know? Countable medical forfeit. So, like, the first one you take counts as a loss, and then the other one does not. Does not. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. So, uh, man. So, he beat him by 10 with two-point takedown rule. Now it's three-point. But is there... 
is, was that is this a regression back to the mean scenario where really they're only like seven points apart? No, they're not going to sway me. I'm picking Henson. I think I am too. I'll go with Caleb. Man, ten and a half. It's a lot. No. That's a big number. Give me Jaden. A little bit of pride, Jaden. Yeah. You're picking against your guy. Your guy. You always go against. Henson. Hold on. I'm not picking against him. No, you're picking against him. You're saying he can't do this. He you can't, can't do, do this, Caleb. <laughs> I don't believe in you. He doesn't want to do it. Exactly it, what you said. He's choosing. He's choosing. No, I don't know. Ah. He chooses. No, yeah, Caleb Henson. He chooses violence. He doesn't choose. Oh, I'll be nice to you. He is. He would call savage. if a high school kid collar tied him. He would just whap him right back. Oh, Listen, yeah. I'll even take the penalty point. Listen. Give me the penalty uh, point, but I'm gonna slap you back in the face. In the face? Yeah, in the face. I'm a bam. I'm gonna pop you. Give me the point. I might just. I'm like, you know what? You guys got me all fired up. I might just walk in and with Aiden today, and I might just crack him right in the face just to show who the boss is. Like, just I want you to remember, you're in high school. I'm gonna crack you in your face. Dad's home. Dance. I want to see, <laughs> see Hanson versus Swiderski because those two dudes would absolutely brawl. They'll just fight the whole time. I was about to say they would have to be separated. Who, who's who's going to fight? Hanson versus Swiderski. Oh, it was. Oh, that would be so that good. That would be a bloodbath. Best that high school, is... best college fight ever. I remember one time on Christmas break, you know, it gets real boring because there's no one on campus and you're practicing like twice a day and it sucks. And, no, you know, everyone's the at their breaking point. And finally. Dante Stone and Jeff Faust just start fighting. <laughs> and, then, and, and people go to break him up. And Horton goes, nope, don't break him up. At least someone's showing some good effort over there. <laughs> and they just kept fighting until they were done. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> it. Man. Horton let him scrap it out. Yeah. Let him handle it. And they eventually they just stopped fighting because they were like, yeah. oh, this is hard. I'm fighting yeah. hard. I'm we're just gonna go back to we just went back to then went back to wrestling. They just did the rest of the practice after fighting each other. Yeah, that was just a lot of go. They fought for a little bit, and they're like, "This is hard." I was gonna start wrestling again. <laughs> Incredible! It happens. Oh yeah, those are. Yeah, I had one great fight in, in the Buffalo Gap room. It was classic. <laughs> six pounder beat the crap out of a twenty pounder. It was who did our six pounder who was this kid is so was so nuts. He, he's the one I've talked about before. He called it fighting. He just asked me, Coach, what? Oh, that's he, the one? Yeah. <laughs> and I just looked over and he's just on top of boom, boom, boom. And you know it was kind of like one, he was kind of thumping on one of the kids where you're like, oh man, that's not the worst guy to see take a thump and like he, kinda, he definitely had it coming kind of deal. This is a kid who freaking stole. We had some. We had some. Listen, we have all kinds. They went to a tournament and they got caught, thankfully, stealing like a. It was like iPods or something. You had thieves on your team, Christian? Well, yeah. You yeah, allowed thieves to be on your team. So you're, no. All runs up to the top. You had all caught. You, Christian. You had thieves. <laughs> You Listen, had thieves on your now, team. You know That's what? the worst kind right there. Now, you know what? If you're going to let me tell this story. <laughs> I didn't know they were thieving, obviously. Uh, and then the coach came up to me. It was so fired up. And so was, this whole thing, I was like, okay. So I, I was like, I, I pulled the kid from the tournament. 
go home. I, I talked to his parents, and they they went off on me because because I punished the kid. Welcome to twenty twenty whatever it is. This I mean, was like twenty fourteen. This was, this was yeah like, yeah twenty ten or something. And wow. the parents went off on me because they said. He wasn't stealing it for him. He was stealing it for this kid. I won't use his name. JD. He was stealing it from JD. <laughs> I was like, I was Wait, really like, okay. Why was that okay? I tell me, explain. I was like, I was like, what does that have to do with anything? I was like, you can't <laughs> oh, steal. Man. And so I, he was off the. I, I, I'm pretty sure. He Wait, was off kid, the team I, I, the year. you make me understand why it's okay to steal from JD. Was he like the Ritz Brady kid on the team or something? He would no, no. He wasn't. He's. No, he was stealing for another kid on the team. He, there was four. They, oh. they were robbing Perry McClure High School, which Lord knows Perry McClure. They can't. The last thing they need is is thieves in their school. <laughs> and so Buffalo Gap comes and, and they're taking it. It was oh no, they're I think PSPs like the little portable PlayStation things. He's stealing yeah. one of those. And um, so yeah, they were they took it from some other kid on on that team, and. But he was stealing it for uh, allegedly for another kid on the team. That was like his. So, it sounds like he took it and then uh, sure. was trying to get out of it. He's like, "Oh, my parents will understand if I'm stealing for someone else." That's classic. This isn't my alcohol. I'm holding it for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Holy man. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the more like, the room started spinning when the parents were like in, <laughs> mad at me about this. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. He sounds like a modern day Robin Hood to me. Uh, he's an he was an idiot. That is <laughs> crazy. Out. This is, anyways. Modern day Robin Hood. Christian yeah. Piles has thieves on his team. I'm telling everyone. They were, listen. Watch out. Christian Piles team comes to town. Watch your stuff. <laughs> listen. I I'm not a, a, added security for the locker room. <laughs> these are some bad boys. Listen, Buffalo Gap, they're a little rough around the edges. Um, <laughs> uh, some of them. I, I don't care if you like to fight, if you like to cuss, if you like to cheat, fine. Stealing? Nope. Not no okay. Can't <laughs> okay with it either, Ben. I kicked him off the team. I, I, remember, I remember once I uh, was on a, when I used to do a sports talk show. I had a I called into that show, Shane. You did. You did. I had, <laughs> I had a show once where I gave a couple opinions on stealing, and uh, people thought I was absolutely crazy. But I, if if you are, I mean, if you're like, what, what'd you say? Why did it was crazy? You got to tell us what you said. Because well, I, hand I, off? I mean, if you're over twenty years old. And I'll use myself as an, I mean. Okay. All right. 20. If I get caught stealing something, like, consequ- I mean, I don't think. What'd you say? Like, Cut their hand off? Like, maybe a finger. Like, don't do it. No, no, hear me out. No, hear me out, though, Ben. That's the finger. Here's what people would say. They'd be like, that is the craziest thing ever, Shane. And here's what I'd say. Here's my response to that. Don't steal. I'm not, I'm not asking you to hold your breath for an hour. I'm not telling you to not eat for six months. Don't steal. Like, I don't think it's a big ask. Like, if, if you said to me right now, Shane, if you get caught stealing, we're cutting one of your arms off. You know what my response is? No problem. That's fine. I don't, that's, I've stolen what? one thing in my adult life, and that's it. So I would also we, not have uh, much of a problem. Our standards are... Listen think about this, guys. Ben, think about how low our ben. standards are for each other. Like, oh, gosh, stealing, cutting a finger off. That is crazy. No, it's not. Don't steal. It's it's not that big of an ask, guys. Not it's big, like Not a big ask. Not a big ass. So when you think about it that way, Ben, it's not as crazy as it is. I don't think it's very account. crazy. The Steelers are not good. Just oh. don't steal. Don't Steelers steal are not good at all. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It's I not only stole bad. something that wasn't for sale, Christian. That's why I had to steal it. I would have happily paid for it. 
Oh, that makes it okay? So I can go in someone's house because they're not okay. selling their... You get two of those. You get two of those before a finger I would have paid for it's it. Like it's for sales. So I had it's like cautions in wrestling. You get two, but that third one... I love. I love that Ben was was clutching his pearls when he found out that my sixteen year old wrestler <laughs> you have stole a team a on your team. You're a team of thieves. <laughs> and he per- clutches his pearls for that, but then he admits oh, I stole something because it wasn't for well, sale. Well, I'll, I'll tell and you, like, it was Home Depot. I think I probably told you a story before, so I don't want to be repetitive. Depot. It was Home Depot. It started raining like crazy. I was trying to leave, and I I'm like, okay, I'll wait till it stops going crazy. And there was this gigantic roll of saran wrap, like this big, right? And I'm like, I never seen one of them for sale. I want that. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna surround wrap someone's car. I'm gonna just surround oh, the whole car. I'm like, oh man, I don't like stealing, but I haven't seen that thing for sale, so I need to take that thing. And so I listen, Home Depot, you can send me a bill. I'll happily pay for it. I don't know what it costs. I don't know, fifty bucks, whatever. Send me a bill, Home Depot. And then I surrounded up someone's car, and it was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> low, low moral. So, so he, you stole, but to justify it, you were destroying someone else's property in the process. No, so. I was not. Dest- there was no destruction. <laughs> I made it more difficult for them to get in their car. Yeah. If this show doesn't win an Emmy on this episode, I mean, this is a war. <laughs> actually, but you want you want to hear the craziest coincidence, Christian? Yeah. This person. I said we're gonna surrender up their car tonight because I know I know they're gonna they're gonna be really pissed and they're gonna get a good reaction, right? <laughs> okay. Well, somehow the same exact night, and I don't I don't know what this person did, and I don't even know that someone did this. It may have just happened, but someone also put a dead duck on the front lawn. Not me. I wouldn't do that. That's too far. <laughs> so they got their what car. What this person do to create so many enemies? And a dead duck on their front lawn in the same day. <laughs> the same night. What are the chances of that? Sounds like it. Yeah, Real, pretty rough, rough uh, situation. Rough oh, we gotta night. hurry. We, gotta we should hurry. just wrap Christian's car and make him wait to the show, JD, and then just badger him for oh, being late to the show. <laughs> Who do we gotta pay to? I say if we pay Ollie, I think he'll go do it. He probably would. I okay, like. Money. Let's set it up. <laughs> okay. If there's a dead duck there, also it's not me. I'm the saran wrap. Yeah. Okay. Bryce Andonian <laughs> versus K- uh, Daniel Cardenas. Pick them. This is probably the the match of the weekend, the college match of the this weekend. This is a fun match. Fun match. I'm uh, gonna say, Andonian tries to throw him and goes to his back. Tries to come back. If it doesn't get there, Cardenas wins. Hmm. Cardenas lost by major to Andonian last time they wrestled. I'm going. Well, now Bryce. he knows all his tricks. He knows I'm, them now. I'm going Bryce. I'm going Bryce as well. Mackay Lewis versus Lorenzo Norman. Lewis, four and a half point favorite. Did you guys switch then? Thought it's a two and a half. I thought it did say two and a half. Did you? Might have bumped it up, it up a little us. bit after reconsidering. These these lines. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I'm like two and a half. Line shift. Line but, shift. But official. You got it in end time. It's official. Some You're money, okay. Some money came in on Norman late, and so it, it bumped it up to or on Lewis late. Yeah, because so yeah, two and a half, JD. You know, I mean, I, I'm with you. Two and a half. Holy when Lord. I first saw that line, I was like, that is 
way too low. Like, you I, guys want to hear a crazy out. stat? Uh, Daniel Cardenas had five, five tech falls in a row. More crazy though. The score was exactly seventeen to two in all five matches. That's weird. That is. That is very strange. What a stat! What a stat! I'll go Lorenzo Norman. Makai just does not seem um, motivated to destroy people, and Lorenzo Norman's pretty tough. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go a three or four point victory by Makai Lewis. The thing is, with the three point takedown, four points isn't really destroying. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think I'm going Makai. Okay. He lost five zero to Danny Wask. I'll take Makai to cover. Got it. Goat battle. Andy Smith versus Nick Stemmett. <laughs> this is not right. This is not right. Why not? Because why? Uh, wh- which kid do you love the most? You know? How am I supposed to pick here? Oh. Look, I like Andy Smith, but he's not my goat. Nick Stemmett is my goat. I'm only I'll go Andy champ, Smith. Nick Stemmett. Mm. Christian, go- you're, you're obligated to pick Andy Smith. Cannot pick otherwise. I'll 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 take Andrew. <laughs> okay, let's get some questions before let's we do go. it. If Bitcoin hits fifty k before the year ends, will Bitcoin Ben wear an Iowa shirt on flow? I think there's a solid possibility of that, although it might be right after the New Year's. But I don't know what Iowa has to do. I, I what does Iowa have to do with Bitcoin? I don't know. It's if there was some relation there, I would say, sure, I'll do it. But I don't see the relation, so maybe someone can point me in the right direction. Are they are they mining Bitcoin on the heat in the uh, wrestling room? Are they using the Bitcoin miners to heat the wrestling room? Like, what? Give me, give me something here, and I I'll, think that's I'll what do it. it. Is. I think that's the connection, Ben. Something. DeSanto, he might be a Bitcoin miner. He, he looks pretty smart. <laughs> I agree. It's very possible. Yeah. Well, you can ask him this weekend. There we go. How concentrated to certain clubs and high schools is the top 10 on the big board? And how has this changed over the last 20 years? Feels like it's gotten very concentrated to a limited number of places. Hmm. Great question. I don't know the answer to that. I don't either. I feel like the last 20 years, it has been isolated to pockets, I would say. You've got the big-time clubs and the big-time regions. Well, obviously, with uh, some of the, but some of the, I mean, you know, like the prep schools, they recruit, but that would have been the same to Blair. You know, Blair late '90s, early 2000s was the, you know, same thing where they would recruit and they had quite a few really highly ranked guys. Correct or no? Correct. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Uh, So I don't know. I don't know about the concentration. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just like re- if you read the talent code or uh, other books to that effect, it's like um, talent is not equally spread because there's things that cause people to get really good. Um, and generally that's coaching and other stuff. And so when you find one of those places, likely they're going to produce more more highly skilled athletes than other places, right? Whether it's, say, St. Ed's would be a great example of the last, you know, I don't know, 40 years. Yeah. Um, and there's been other places like that. So, no, it's, it's, I don't think it's ever going to be equally spread because when you get really, really high-level coaches, people are going to start moving there because they see the benefits. Or, you know, um, another great example would be like a St. Paris Graham, like where David Taylor decides to move there, right? Because mm-hmm. he says they're doing something great. That's going to happen. What I, do I was think- Charlie Agazino yesterday with Defense Soap, and he's, yeah. uh, he's like a middle school coach at this West Shore club. And he was telling me. What's that? 
It's the feeder to St. Ed's. It's the feeder to St. Ed's. Yeah. They're mid, like they they had like these middle school duels last weekend. Yeah. And uh, we just got talking about it, but he was go he was telling me about like the coaches on this like in this club. It was insane. I was I mean it was like this guy wrestled D one here. This guy was I mean it was just like the I was I was like most people don't have one of the most programs don't have one of those guys. You know the the average everyday program where uh, yeah I mean some of these places have some just great coaching. What it feels like to me, and I could be wrong in saying this, and I'm not necessarily talking about high schools, more clubs, which weren't even really a thing 20, 30 years ago, but it feels like we're getting less swings where all of a sudden this kind of club um, comes out of nowhere and they're producing some of the top guys, but now you've got more staples that are sticking around longer. Like, I like think a, that's a true in some areas, JD. But in other areas, like, um, well, especially the Chicago area, it feels like they s- switch high schools all the time, um, and that that feels like the case for the last fifteen or twenty years, where a different high school will pop up and be really good. You know, Martini was mm-hmm. for a while. Now mm-hmm. I think it's Marmion, maybe, or someone, someone like that. Um, and I feel like the same thing in Georgia. I feel like Georgia switches good clubs all the time. Um, I feel like there are certain places, uh, you know, what's the other one in the Lehigh Valley that just popped up? Um, they're ranked really high. It's where the Bachman Faith goes. Academy? Where does he go? What? The Faith Academy one? Yeah, Faith Christian. They just yeah. popped up, for example. Um, so it does seem like there there's these po- – actually, and I, I know this because I've been the, – with the PNL, we've been trying to find, like, really good clubs with the same values as us. And it seems like in certain areas of the country, there's like no loyalty. It's like they go here on Monday and here on Tuesday and here on Wednesday, and they're just going to find training partners. And it's the parents really, really dictating uh, where their kids are going. Um, so if you, and you know, like the Christian Day has popped up, and obviously it's a lot of really, really highly ranked guys that decide to attend there. So it feels like there are still some of those places. For sure. I was just thinking about like my experience, like growing up in Iowa, and there was, um, a bunch of like good clubs and you saw some that would pop up and be really good for yeah. eight years maybe because the coach's kid was going through That's youth and middle lot, school yeah. <laughs> and then he really invests and gets people to come around but now it feels like like at least in like an Iowa like Seabolt and like big game have really emerged and are there to yeah. stay for a while and I think we're seeing that where maybe you can make a little bit more of a good living as a club coach, so we're seeing yes. more longevity with people who are solely focused on coaching the youth level. Yeah, instead of I just, think in the, I think in the Midwest that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, um, that's just been our experience with the P and L and the East Coast. You know, part and part of what you said, um, uh, Shane, is true. Also, is that there are certain places where there's so much history that there's a, you can't throw a rock and not hit a Division One All American, right? Like. Like they're just everywhere, and so everyone has this access to high level coaching. Where, like, you know, even in Wisconsin, um, who was coaching that was a Division One All American prior prior to Max and I, whether it be club or the high school level, you could probably count them on one hand, right? Just there just was not a lot of people who had, to, and that's not the case with Jersey and Ohio and Pennsylvania, and so maybe that's the reason uh, for not having a ton of you know loyalty or, or a singular or a couple clubs which are really building off people up also it's very yeah. interesting how it changes the dynamics around uh the country mm-hmm. 
Last question. Backstory, I just opened a liquor store in Coma. <laughs> I saw this one. Columbia, Missouri. Shout out to 63 <laughs> Liquor. And who oh. should come in but Keegan O'Toole? Don't worry, he says he doesn't drink in season. But he admitted his favorite whiskey <laughs> is Pendleton? What does Ben think about that? So one, he drinks whiskey. Two, it's called Pendleton. <laughs> I don't Pendleton. drink whiskey. I've never heard of Pendleton whiskey. I'm not sure. It might. I think that's Chris's uncle that owns the company. And listen, I think Chris Pendleton does a great job at Oregon State. Um, unfortunately, I lost him a whole bunch of times in college. But I don't hold it against him. He was a good wrestler. Let's move on. But the, but the, but the, the liquor, his favorite okay, liquor. I'm glad his uncle makes it a uh, high-quality whiskey. Okay. All right. Well, with that, <laughs> we'll go. The music's playing. There we go. Last time I kept talking, but Tyler had already cut my mic. I don't know if he does that routinely. Cut that mic. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you to Ben and Shane. I will be in Fort Worth very soon. Within probably like 24 hours or so. I'll we'll see you there. tomorrow. Well, I don't get it until tomorrow night. So Okay, well, I'll, I'll see you Friday. You guys I'll have see, fun. I'll see you Friday. Thank you, Shane. Tune in. Leave or Soriano. It could happen. Fingers crossed. Thanks, guys. See ya. <laughs>